0: This podcast series has been made possible through an exclusive sponsorship from SA's number one nano-influencer platform, The Salt. Most brands have a communication line to their existing customers, but not a way to get them to have additional positive brand conversations. The Salt solves the problem by identifying brand fans and getting them to talk more about their positive brand experiences. The Salts have a database of over 140,000 registered brand fans and in-depth information on each to perfectly match your brand to the right influencers. Reach out to them now and see what they can do for you.
1: Hi, I'm Gordon Muller. I'm the guru in the Doc and Guru podcast. Thanks for being with us. For those of you who don't know me, I've spent over 40 years in the media industry in South Africa and uh, pretty much made it my home, my life, my passion. I have other passions, unfortunately, for my sins. I'm an Arsenal supporter and a Sharks supporter, so we're going to do pretty much everything on the show as it pertains to media marketing and money, but we don't take jokes about Arsenal or the Sharks. subject too hot to handle please get in touch with us on our facebook page follow us like us whatever it takes we would love you to be involved with the show and uh, we really want to make it as inclusive and as energetic as i know this industry is capable of Morning, Doc. You're looking resplendent, as always, in your winter outfit. <laughs>
2: hey, Gordon, it's a little bit cold out here in Johannesburg. We're we so worried about that uh, shirt, sure. though. Uh,
1: Gans, Gans is a, always for me, is a jam. You know, It's a you, tin of baked
2: beans. Yeah, baked uh, beans, uh, is that what Gordon? it is? Okay. Your baked bean shirt. In, uh, <laughs> no, I hope Gantz is going to pay us for this podcast, seeing that you're promoting it. Next time, I'll put elastoplast across the brand, you and should, yeah, we'll tape it up. There's no free coo, branding. branding <laughs> thing <coo>. there. <laughs> <laughs> and are you all,
1: are you on track for your, your, va- I'm going to have my vaccination. I've been given my, my date for my vaccination. Uh, well so done, good. I don't know. My, my Latin's a bit dodgy these days, but you know, what's the, the version? Cogitato ergo sum. I think therefore I am. So vaccinato ergo sum. Yeah. I vaccinate, therefore there I am. Yeah, Yeah. Soon I'll report on that to both our listeners, uh, some of the next week or two. <laughs>
2: Excellent. Well, I'm not going to queue hop, so yeah. I'm going to wait for my turn, uh, and we Good check. man. Hopefully we'll be Well,
1: we, we, we have with us today somebody who is going to have to wait until probably 2075 <laughs> because she's that young. She's not going to be in the front of the queue. Um, Kutso lady who is joining us. She is the new Drive Time host on YFM, one of uh, Joe Big's top, top stations, and uh, going to talk to us a little bit about her journey in radio and, you know, um, and this is Doc. Shh, don't tell her. It's her first podcast. <laughs> but uh, she's got six hundred thousand <laughs> listeners. But today she's under pressure because there's four people who are really listening. What's <laughs> up? So, thanks for joining us in the studio.
3: What an introduction! And I love your energy, really. Um, thank you for whispering it into the mic. <laughs> so that this is my first podcast. I'm really honoured to be here. Thank you.
1: Yeah. yeah take us back a little bit on the journey i mean i i'm intrigued to see um that you are a, a graduate I mean, of the boston school in uh, 2012 i think and so from there straight in and i suddenly went back in my mind you know the boston school not giving them a free plug but we were looking for sponsors if you're still out there <laughs> um it's amazing there was a generation of young radio people dj fresh there was a whole bunch of guys tell us a bit about that part before we go back even further in in your journey,
3: hundred percent. And you are spot on with Boston Media House. I think what's so beautiful is yes, the the bulk of radio produced um, you know talent comes from there. Like you mentioned, DJ Fresh, Mo' Flavor, and for me, before I even went to Boston and went to Mon- Monash University, um, and I left there, and then you know Boston was in my head because of DJ Fresh, because of Mo' Flavor, and I'm from Bulimela, so listening to them on the radio for me was so beautiful. And I, I didn't understand how this started. Is it a natural thing that you're born with? Mm-hmm. Is it something that you study? And I, I did a bit of research behind Boston Media House as well as Mo Flave and DJ Fresh. They were giving away bursaries. Um, and I think what gravitates people to boston is the fact that it has everything that you need from marketing to media radio sound sound engineering um journalism pr and that's what i wanted to study initially was journalism i was afraid of being behind the mic um and feeling like she was you have to have an opinion about something. Um, is my voice powerful enough to carry a story, to carry a a a, a life journey that I've gone through? Um, but I looked at the likes of Mo Flavor and DJ Fresh and Mo plays a big role in, in the person that I am today. Um, and I really thank Boston Media House for, for pinpointing talent, grooming, understanding. It's not about your background. It's not about your finances. Um, it's, it's generally about the passion that you have uh, for broadcasting. At that time, again, I wanted to be a journalist or into PR or sound engineering, never behind the mic. Um, and that's what Boston did. It just it pinpointed a talent that I didn't even pick up in myself and groomed that um, and, and YFM picked up on that.
1: So let's, let's go back to Mpumalanga because there's a long journey before Boston, which, which is fascinating. Tell us a little bit about that story and why, you know, why a journalist at that point? Why not, you know, the, some of the normal things that young people want to be doctors and lawyers and, pilots and things like that. Mm. Journalism is quite a, a grown-up decision for a, for a young person growing up in Pumalanga.
3: Absolutely. So yes, young girl, 30 years old from Pumalanga, born in a place called Sabi, um, raised in Hazyview. Um And back in 93, so I was born in 91, um, my dad was uh, assassinated, murdered. Um, and then from that time, mom raised us. I've got uh, two brothers, two sisters and and mom is such a she was uh, I don't even know how to put into words what kind of uh, strength my mom had but um, yeah took us to the greatest schools and what's so phenomenal is the investment that our dad had in each and every single one of us to um, still pay for high school primary school with him not being around Um, and so we went to the greatest of schools I went to a school called Upton's Prep um, back in White River um, and Geez, you mentioning journalism. The reason why, um, for me, it was mostly the aspect of being on TV, information, educating, um, and I think the stance that um, not only as a journalist but maybe a news anchor drew me. Every time at eight o'clock, you with the family you sit around, you watch the news, mm. um, and that was something for me. I I, I wasn't that person that watched um you know these uh soapies. Mm. much i was i was into the news mm. Mm. i was fascinated because you know when you're from bumalanga especially Haze view and Bushburg Ridge, you just want to find out what's happening in the world mm. cousins in Jo'burg, um and just the hustle and bustle that you see in the news and i thought to myself maybe just maybe you know as much as I wanted to be a lawyer and get you know the scumbags that uh, (laughs) did what they did to my dad and you know the Mm. the horribleness of the world um, but I thought why not share that story of someone who um, has gone through things who doesn't have a voice to speak up and maybe journalism could be that way investigative journalism Mm. really stood out uh, for me back home Um, and I'd always do this thing where I'd write down a script on a piece of paper and stick it on the office door. So my mom had an office. And I'd always read like a, a, a newsreader, mm-hmm. And I'd say, good evening and welcome. And my mom was fascinated. She'd always watch me do this thing mm-hmm. every single night after the news, I'm writing down things, putting it up onto the door, um, and even presenting. I'd write these scripts and start presenting, pretending like I'm a KTV or your TV presenter. And my mom saw something in that. Um, public speaking, I was really good mm-hmm. at that. Um, then there was a there, there was a space where I had braces for like nine years. Yeah. I had a big lisp as well because I used to suck my two fingers. Um, and then I had braces, so my my, my teeth realigned. I had to go for speech therapy, so I was taught how to speak, how to enunciate. Um, and that's when I I loved my voice. The more I loved my voice, a lot of people started teasing the depth of the voice. Mm. Why is your voice so deep? Mm. Sound like a boy. So I was, I, 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 I don't know, but that spinned off a, you are mocking a voice that one day you'll be listening to. Mm. Um, and I think that's what also gave me that kind of push. And being from Pumalanga, there's so many dreams that we can have. And like you're saying, maybe a doctor, whatever the case may be, my dream is just to make sure my voice was heard because of the backlash that I received growing up. Um, and uh, from there, um, mom, you know, was really... She didn't hold me back on anything and that's what I appreciated to, uh, appreciate about her um, is the fact that she allowed me to dream. Um, then I moved to, to Joburg um, to study at St. Mary's Waverley Girls. Um, again, dad paid for all of that and it still baffles my mind how powerful my father was when it came to investing in all his kids. Um, and, and yeah, so the journey began when I came in to Johannesburg in 2005. She was my life change completely perspective of life the way people move think um, from the media industry what I thought it was and being in it such a different world but I've learned so much and I'm humbled by my growth by my background by my family um, and, and I think being in the media and it's rather the radio industry was was destined to be in my blood. Wanted to be an air hostess as well, mm. um, thinking that I would mm-hmm. be closer to my dad in the air. Um, and something said, "No, Mo Flavour calls." Yeah, and um, yeah. yeah, radio. Yeah, you are.
1: Well, look, Doc, that's your cue because you wanted to be an air hostess as well. <laughs> <and you. laughs>
3: Those
2: days, good, and they still chose you on height. And so I didn't. Uh, I didn't quite make that. Um, good Kutsu, what an, what an amazing story. And I think, you know, just a, a few points that, that I just want to take out of it. I mean, there was that, that's, that's a very, uh, very enlightening journey. And, and I think one of the things is is the value of of base education. And, I mean, you were saying your dad provided, uh, and, and perhaps some young kids, their parents can't provide, and, and that's no excuse not to do the best they can from an education point of view and to go to St. Mary's, fantastic school, great grounding, and, and obviously you've used it. And I think the other point I wanted to make was um, – you know, sometimes it's easy to perhaps look at you, a person who perhaps doesn't know you and say, Geez, you got it all, it was easy, it was lucky. And sometimes, you know, Gordon, it's not that. And we know that to be the case. That often the the, the facade, once you start scratching it, you find a very different story. So thanks so much for sharing that on story. And 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 I guess the thing what we always say to to our listeners and young listeners out there. Maybe you're the next young lady, young guy, young little boy, sitting out there. You can. And it's an old cliche. You're gonna miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Mm. You know, so you have gotta take your shot and it you may not always end up where you wanna be. But it's also nice that your your career meandered a bit, but you stuck true to, to, to what you wanted. And and just the last point I wanted to make, and I did read this uh on on, on an an interview you did about bullying you know about braces and stuff and again you know i look at you and, and and i don't want to be too superficial you know if i look at the world the insta world we live in sure. and gordon will touch on your stats your social media stats it's easy sometimes the first judgment is the look Absolutely. of a person often Absolutely. but it's it's interesting how you fought back from a girl with perhaps cute teeth and, and braces and a list you know to to be a very polished presenter today so Again, thanks for that. And, and the story for other people out there is just because you perhaps bullied or put into a corner by one person or one place doesn't mean that's where you must end up. And I think that's such an empowering lesson yeah. for young kids is to keep moving, keep believing in yourself, and keep and, and sometimes you got to fight back the tears and, and fight your way out of the corner. But you got to you got to you got, got you can't stop swinging. Is is the lesson. Mm-hmm. So thanks very much for that. On to today, I mean you're a big big name star now on, on, on YFM. <laughs> on, on the Doc and Guru Podcast. <laughs> Breakthrough podcast. We are gonna, I've this made is it. this is you know, as as the Americans will tell you, Gordon, this is great for the ratings for <laughs> Asha. <laughs> Luckily you got five hundred thousand followers, so you know. <laughs> but uh, just let's talk about YFM. I mean such a such a great station. You spoke about You know, some of your people who've guided you and molded you. And again, just talk us through the journey now that what you're currently doing. uh, And then we'll pick up on a few of those points as well.
3: Perfect. So YFM, gee whiz, uh, who would have thought? So the first radio station that I got to listen to when I got to Joburg back in 2005 was YFM. That time listening to a a show called Flavor in the Morning. This had Mo Flavor, Sol Panduga, the -the behind-the-scenes team, you know, Super Dave, uh, the Crook, who's a powerful producer of the show. Um, and again, when, when I arrived at Boston Media House, the lecturer pinpointed the voice and said, you need to do this voiceover for uh, the, 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 the campus. I said, no, <clears throat> I'm, I don't want to do it anyway. I don't know what a voiceover is. Please, I'm okay. They said, no, there's something. Record this voiceover, um, and this was for an open day for Boston Media House, which aired on, on YFM. Mo Flavor and the programming manager at the time, Dumeilodialumunaheng, picked up this voiceover And he said, give this girl a call. I think she'd be perfect for your show, um, for breakfast. Got this call from Mo Flavor. I could not believe it. I dropped the phone on him. (laughs) And I said, there is no way Mo Flavor just called me. Then he called again and said, no, I got your number from Boston because I also studied there. I'm like, yeah, I I know. (laughs) And he said, please, can you record a demo? Um, I'd like you to do traffic and um, co-host on my breakfast show. I was like, oh my gosh, what is, what is a demo? I recorded it. The next day, I uh, went to YFM, um, met Dumelo, met Mo Flavor, and they didn't even listen to my demo. They threw it in the bin, and they said, you start today. Yeah. And I'll take you back, because some of us, as young people, we don't realize the impact that we have when we step into a room, the confidence. Maybe you don't want to get into something, but if it's destined for you, act it. Mm. Be part of the, the moment. If it's meant for you, then, then show up as it. Yeah. I think in my heart, I showed up as this was mine. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm walking into it. Mm. Um, and they said that, Kuton, you'll start uh, on the breakfast show. shadow the team, and um, nine to ten shows later, I've been blessed to be able to be YFM's first female radio DJ, to do it on her own on the station. Mm. And I am so grateful to every single person who's been kind to me in such a in in a world where you are, again, going back to what you're saying, judged for every little thing from head to toe. And it's not even about the external that you get judged on, it's about the internal. And for me, that's been such an important um, journey for me to keep myself humble, um, genuine, honest. And if I don't know something, speak up. Um, If I don't know something, don't talk about it. Do your research. And I think that's what radio has taught me um, to listen. I'm so used to talking on a daily basis, but I love to listen. And I thought coming here today, I'd end up interviewing you guys. <laughs> I was <laughs> you know, quite I was excited, so excited,
1: excited about that. I actually got my, I got my new shirt on and I everything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Hashtag no filter. That's how this podcast is delivering real down-to-earth stories told by real people. For an influencer campaign that takes brand conversation to everyday real-life situations, go check out thesalt.co.za. They are the undisputed experts in real influencer marketing.
3: So for me, I think um, I'm grateful that I have had such a beautiful, tough journey um, when it comes to radio. And I mean, I've been in it for nine years and YFM has been the only station that I've been at. Mm. Um, There's been other station poaching, but something said to me, Hang on. And I held on for a drive time show that I never in my wildest dreams thought I'd ever be be able to experience Mm. um, alone Mm. and for the station to trust me on that. Um, And this is a great thanks to our MD who also started the same year in 2012 at YFM as me to watch my journey and for her to say, it's your time. And you know how hard it is to believe someone when they say to you, it's your time, don't Mm. be afraid. Mm. And I think in the radio journey that I've been in, fear has been my biggest challenge uh, fear of disappointing, not only myself, but my family. Because mm. it's not just Kuto, it's Kuto Te lady I'm carrying my, my family's surname. Yeah. Um, and I think the yes that came to me to say, take on this drive time show, um, was the fact that if not now, then when? Yeah. Um, if I'm a young girl, um, empowering young black woman to say that, if your opportunity comes, don't be afraid of it. Um, because the more you shy away from things that are destined for you, then you're giving your blessing to someone else. Yeah. And that's what I say to myself, that this is my blessing. It's my purpose. It's my calling. Fulfill it. Yeah. If I deny something like this, what else will you be worthy of? And that's yeah. the that's a voice that spoke to me, hence why we are sitting here today um, hosting YFM's Drive Time Show, and it's still it still gives me goosebumps. it yeah. two months yeah. in yeah. and it's, it's unbelievable.
1: And that's yeah. the hashtag, the lady on drive. Um, and you you said something in one of your social media platforms, which I've been following, hopefully not wow. stalking, <laughs> just following. <laughs> I love that. Um, <laughs> you know, that the listener is the engine of the show, which I think is really something that to a degree radio has forgotten in this country. Um, we, we've got to actually bring it back to the listener. Let the listeners be the engine. It's not just about the personality, but... There's a couple of other surprise uh, features about you which, which I think are kind of appealing. So oh, yeah. a lover of cars can spin a kosher <laughs> I mean, my mate Ernest Nkorsi yeah. is going to be beside himself with envy when he, when he finds out I'm, I'm here with you today because yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know Ernie. Um, he is our Oscar award-winning movie maker and he's 100%. kind of to a degree. I think he's, he's built the whole spinning culture. Yes. So tell us a bit about you spinning. I mean, I'm I'm fascinated. Are you behind the wheel or are you not one of those stunt artists that hangs no. out the window? I
3: swear it's all me. It's oh, yeah, all genuine. It's yeah, yeah. all real. Yeah. Um, so growing up, my dad um, had a three to five gushish, um, uh, red in color, two door. And I was never allowed to, to drive that car until one day, mom was like, you know, I just drive the car. Um, this was like a short distance. And immediately, when I started that engine of the BMW, that German, you know, mm. grr and feel, <laughs> I knew that, you know, this German tank, I won't give the, the brand free advertising here. They're not paying me for it. <laughs> but uh, I knew that this car would be my favorite. This brand mm. would be my favorite. So um, getting to Joburg, I didn't know that you could spin a kushesh. I, I thought it was genuine luxury you know mm. um an iconic car that you you own it's always by the garage you take it out uh to go to family events to show that yeah you, oh, we've arrived as a family you've got yeah. to you know <laughs> um and uh a, a, a man by the name of bule m called into one of our, our shows called flavor in the morning and he offered mo um our host to you know uh come and spin cars i was like what why is it only him coming through can i please come through And yeah. he's like sure come through I've always loved cars. I love speed. And, and trust me, I, I don't have any tickets under my name. Good driver. <laughs> kidding. Um, and I joined them when they were, they were spinning and I asked if I could jump into the car. As soon as we got into the car, they asked me, could just spin the car? I don't know what spinning is. Teach me. They said, okay, just put it into gear one. Accelerate for the longest time. Just continue to go. Then let go of the handbrake and start spinning. Now, I thought this was going to be hard for me to understand. I'm in heels as well. I, I didn't come in sneakers yeah. because I'm that gal. Yeah. Um, and then the car started spinning. Yeah. I was like, what started going? I did a figure eight. Now, this yeah. is just, you know, the car's just going around. The guys, when I stood out or stepped out of the car, were blown away. Like, Damn, yeah. Yeah. you can actually do this. I was like, yeah. I actually like this. Yeah. So from there, I... I started going to the spinning ground every weekend. Um, It's an expensive hobby, I won't even lie, because the goal is for you to try and spin the car until the the tires burst, right? Because that's the ooh moment, especially when you have spectators watching you. Um, And it got a bit expensive for me because I didn't have the car (laughs) myself. I had to ask someone if they're comfortable with me spinning their car. And um, so that's where it it, it came about. Um, BBC Africa heard about you know this mm-hmm. young girl who spins cars. They came and interviewed me, um, got featured in short films as well. Um, so it, it it took a spin of its own. Um, mm-hmm. And and I love spinning cars. Um, shout out to Red Bull who've also believed in me and made me a presenter mm-hmm. uh, for a um, an, an event that they they host where you are watching guys who spin gushes and be awarded for their mm. talent mm. and the performances that they give. Um, so, yeah, cars spinning. It's in my blood. Well, yeah. I'm
1: going to lob this back to the doc in a moment, <laughs> but just in case you didn't realise that one of our top, top listeners is Lewis Hamilton. Come on! And uh, <laughs> Come clearly, on. after this weekend, he, he needed a bit yeah, of help. So, um, <laughs> so Lewis, if you're uh, if you listening as you normally do each week, <laughs> just give me a shot and I'll put you through to Kutso and he, she will tell you how to just... <laughs> take control of that vehicle seriously <laughs> bad mistake love, all you, right. Lewis, Doc, love, you. love you Lewis right, on the exactly. track.
2: <laughs> but I mean could, so just speaking of brands I mean Red Bull uh, they, I mean gee whispers I was reading the brands that you are and have been associated with I mean we could spend the whole half an hour of the podcast <laughs> if against. we just go through the brands I mean Gordon that's all the blue chips I mean <laughs> not even Gantz and, and I mean uh, everybody from Nivea to Cadbury's to Burger King McDonald's, uh, Radisson and, and, the, and cotton on and we just and it goes on and on and i mean well done and again you know i think that the nice thing that we're chatting about and what's coming out of this chat is how different things present themselves and as you say sometimes you've got to show up uh, i don't like the expression fake it till you make it i, I don't like that but it's yeah. but it's about showing up like you belong you've got to obviously have a huge self-belief and talent but i mean it's about that and, and it's self-fulfilling often Sometimes, when you get into a negative spiral, everything's negative. You yeah. see, everything is negative. And sometimes the opposite is true as well. You know, you just, it's uncanny how sometimes you touch things, they just work, and yeah. you do more, and it works. And, and, and it's a positive thing. And I, I guess, you know, that's the nice thing about it is being Having huge self-belief and backing it up with ability and taking your your opportunity, whether it's spinning or whatever. Let's just change tact, uh, and and I don't want to say this is more serious sure. than spinning, but 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 serious nonetheless. And I just want to read to you um what you write. On, uh, on one of your platforms, the strongest action for a woman is to be herself, to love herself, to shine amongst those who, believed, uh, who never believed that she could. And I think let's just talk a little bit about self-belief, your strong mother, and then we want to touch on a very, very serious topic of, of gender-based violence and, and your stance and your view on that.
3: Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> for me, growing up with Again, a single mother and many young people, young women, young men will know what I'm saying when they understand that it is not easy when you see your mother trying her utmost best um, in every aspect and having girl children as well and not feeling the, the weight of the world to say, have I done enough for you? You know, my mom once asked me, and she said, and I think this is what stood out for me, especially when I wrote those words. She asked me, Kutso, have, have I done enough for you as your mom? Um, have I played the role enough as your father and your mom? And I couldn't even answer that because I felt bad. Was I showing my mother the essence of her not playing her fatherly role enough as a mother? And I said to her, Mama, you are everything and more that I could have asked for, and I know that every move that you make is because of the presence and the spirit of Papa making you move the way that you move. And that's power that no woman can just carry out of nowhere. You're birthed with it. Mm. Um, And that's why, for me, it's so important for women to realize, especially from uh, whether it is being um, brought down, whether it is being told that you're not enough, whether it is through physical, verbal, emotional abuse. Women who have timid voices is because they were taught that it needs to be that way. And I appreciate and acknowledge women who stand for who they believe because of someone who believed in them. You know how painful it is not having someone to to say to you, "Um, everything is going to be okay. A lot of women hold back on their they 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 gift because they are scared to make someone feel less than because of the power that they carry and I think through my mother um and other family things that I've gone through uh that made me see gender based violence in a particular way, I really thank every single woman um who had the courage to build from another woman, you know. Mm. The woman who called so we could walk and run and for me even doing the show and our drive time show like we mentioned the listeners the engine of the show the people that support me i, I can't even call them fans as much as you say yeah. fake it till you make it i can't call someone a fan yeah um, you're a human being behind mm. a cell phone and laptop or whatever watching behind the screen um waiting for empowerment but the empowerment starts with you yeah I'm the person that I am because of a particular woman. Mm. But that woman was also picked up and lifted and raised by other women. Sure. Um, and so with that being said, for me, woman empowerment, black young woman empowerment lives in all of me. I breathe it, I eat it. Mm. And I say this because on a daily basis, on YFM, there's a lot of young women. And with the show um, and the shows that I've I've hosted, it's dominantly, predominantly women that listen to the show. Why? Mm. Because of the motivation that they yearn for, um, the direction, mm. expert advice. Because I don't know everything. Yeah. Mm. Um, It's it's how did you make it, Kudzai? Mm. It's not mm. a thing of how you made it, but how you are making it through your genuineness, your mm. honesty, and not losing um, the realities of life. Mm. As much as we can talk about Instagram or, or social media, putting on a, a a face. I've got makeup on today, mm. and. I'm not putting on a life that everything is perfect. Maybe I'm putting on this makeup because it makes me feel good, Mm. makes me feel confident. But Mm. it's not saying that I can't step out of a a room without makeup. What it's Mm. saying is that I'm ready to show up. And I'm showing up for this young person who's listening right now who believed in me and for them to know that I'm believing in them because I wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for that young woman saying, Kutso, you can get it.
1: Go get it. Yeah. 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 So yeah. And that yeah. I mean that, uh, and I'm probably going to pronounce it incorrectly. That song is saying "Aye, fambeni. Ai fambene, Let's
3: you go. You know, let's
1: go. Which yes. uh, which I think is a lovely, lovely yeah. phrase to drive it. You used a, a phrase, as we kind of aware, we're going to have to wrap up. Unfortunately, uh, the weight of the world. Um, as as a social influencer, whether you choose to be or not, you are. You have over five hundred thousand people who who are interested in your life and 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 the motivation you bring. Um, do do you feel a burden with that? Is the weight of the world? I mean, are you conscious of the need to moderate, um, or or do you just are you just yourself?
3: Definitely conscious of what I need to moderate. I. It's so funny. I think from a young age, I've always been cautious of the way that I walk, move, speak. Um, and that's because I always feel like someone is watching. Um, even before being a part of the, the radio um, industry and media and entertainment industry, I've always felt like someone is watching. Um, so for me, it's always been a thing of, and I know this sounds offish, but if, and I've been in an accident once and I thought I, I was gone. And funny enough, when I, I I could call my family to say I'm in an accident, luckily I could answer the um, or take uh, a call and make a call. I immediately thought, what was my last Instagram post, tweet, Facebook, because I didn't want it to be, gee whiz, guys, I broke a broken nail. Yeah, imagine mm. that being my last mm. post, mm, you know. Mm, 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 and it's it's mm. not as 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 frivolous as yeah. that sounds mm. for me. It's things like that, and I moderate myself in in that way. Um, And the way that I I tweet or I post, whatever the case may be, it's from a genuine heart. Mm. Um, It's from a place where it's not about me, it's about you. It's always been that way. And the words that I post, it's motivation to myself as well, Um, to my future kids. Baby, if you're listening, please, Mm. I'm ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's more from who uh, Kutso is. My name means peace. I'm a peaceful person. Yeah. I'm an introvert as much as it seems like I'm not. I yeah. really am. I'm a God fearing woman. Mm-hmm. Um, Pray every single day. Pray for you guys before I, I got here as well. Amen. Um, just for, for us to receive each other's energies and to you listening right now. Um, but it genuinely is me. Um, I'm scared of negativity. Um about energies. Mm. I'm a very spiritual person traditionally as well. Um, so that means a lot to me to make sure that I, I, I leave my space in any space, whether it be radio, social media, an interview with you grabbing something. There's nothing worse than leaving someone feeling like they haven't learned anything from you. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing for me.
1: Doc, I think we should probably just end on that high note. We normally Mm. try and rap with a bit of repartee, but I I just don't think we're going to improve on that as an ending to the show. So Mm. to all our listeners, you can find Kurtz uh, on YFM. Just go to the website. Find it on your dial. What's the, the FM handle?
3: So can I do everything in one for you? Everything okay. in one. Okay. <laughs> <end. laughs> Which simply means when they ask you who you're going with, simply tell them and just tell them that you're listening and going with Kuto Teledi. Let's go. Catch me on all social media platforms at Kuto Teledi on YFM. Weekdays, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. The Lady on Drive. Your Lady. And
2: that's a wrap. And so that was another episode of The Doc and the Guru. Please don't uh, forget to get hold of us on Facebook. Like us, follow us, uh, subscribe to the podcast. And then from my side, you can get hold of me on LinkedIn, Dr. Doug Mataz. I'm uh, very active and very keen to hear about your views uh, and certainly will respond. And hopefully we can bring that into the show. Thanks, Doc, and it's uh, Gordon Miller, the
1: guru, signing off. Thank you for being with us and listening into this podcast today. You can pick up the discussion with me on my Twitter handle, at Mzanzi Media, and I'd love to engage with you on any of the issues that we've taken on in the show, and take us at our word. This is really going to be an open forum. There are no subjects that are taboo, and we'd love to have some of the younger, more under-listened, if that's the correct phrase, uh, voices to join us
0: uh, in this discussion. Thanks for your time. This podcast series has been made possible by The Salt, the influencer company that turns influence into affluence. In the same way that information is presented in this podcast in a relatable and authentic way, The Salt gets your customers to tell their real brand stories to their community. Go to thesalt.co.za to learn more about how The Salt can help you grow your business.